Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Chit Chat. This is episode. You choose now <laughs> to adjust the mic <laughs> after I start. You, like, all you gotta no. do is cut that little segment out right there. I'm, hey, I wasn't even talking. Hey, just pull the, or just leave it in there. Mike, pull the mic a little closer to you. Nah, it's all right. Last time is just to. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to. Really? <laughs> leave it in. Leave I will. In. I will. I'm leaving it in. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Chit Chat. This is episode number three. The first two episodes were super cool. We went roughly through the entire story. Really badly, but whatever. Really badly of Kingdom Hearts. So, hey, you know what? It was good It was enough. funny because I was on YouTube, scrolling YouTube, and somebody did like a 20-minute video, and it said, ah, the Kingdom Hearts story. Yeah, sort of. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's pretty much what we did. But, hey, what's up, everybody? Um, Oh, before we go any further, since you already heard the advertisement, uh, for YouTube, we'll leave a link in the description below. If you ever thought about starting a podcast, guess what? Go to anchor.fm. Go ahead and sign up. Create yourself a podcast. Give it a shot. You may end up liking it. And you can record a podcast anywhere. Use your phone. Anywhere. Use your laptop. Anytime. Anyway. Your choice. <laughs> oh, what I feel like it needs to be like a Gillette commercial. Anywhere. Anytime. Any Dude, place. I freaking hate Gillette. Shave. I can't. I can't anymore with Gillette. Oh, man. You're one of those people. Oh, I, no. It's not because... Like, it's just... I'm not spending $60 on refill razors. Like, three refill razor I mean, I don't use Gillette. Well, I will if Dollar Shave Club uses it. But I don't. I mean, I use Dollar Shave Club. Yeah. But, I mean, if they do go, like, to Gillette, I mean, I wouldn't yeah. cancel my subscription just because they're using Gillette. I've been, I've been using That commercial did not bother me. Yeah. I've been using <clears throat> Harry's a lot lately. I don't know what this is right it's now. It's not brand. Gillette. It's something else. Dude, your bouncing is, like, Sorry. Going to pick up easily. Sorry. Um, sorry. <laughs> um, but yeah, I've been using Harry's razor blades, and they're pretty cool. I don't um, know what Dollar Shave Club uses right now. I don't know. I know at one point in time. I think it was called the Executioner. Like, that's what it's called. What so, the hell? Yeah. It's like five <laughs> blades or something. That's, uh, I mean. It annihilates your hair. Put in however many blades you want, but good lord, call us like your product, <laughs> the, the annihilator. <laughs> oh, the executioner. Sorry. Hey, that's how you. That's how you sell product, right there. Yeah, that's how. Well, I don't know. That's how you scare people. No, no. Them. He's like, yeah, we got a razor. Yeah, what's it called? The executioner. Oh shit. It, you see, I, I it'll have, kill every one of your. Hairs. I don't want anything called the executioner around my neck, Scott. I'm cool with it. Are totally you? cool with it. Are you? I it, watch Sweeney Todd. I want one of them meat pies. What are you talking about? <laughs> you're into that BDSM stuff, ain't you? Man, not too much. Okay, yeah, slip my throat. It's all good. I <laughs> do it. Baby. Baby, do it. As long as you don't hit my jugular, we're all right. <laughs> yeah, as long as we can stitch whatever you cut back up, we're okay. We're in the clear, man. Yeah. But today, we're going to be talking about... Something. Something. Now, we're, we try to decide what we want to talk about, and we're going to talk about a big conglomeration of different things. Um, one of the topics... They're all nerd-related, so click well, off yeah, now obviously. if you don't like it. Oh, <laughs> Scott, I don't know if you've probably seen this or not, but on our... Um, on our page, our description is comedy-based talk show revolving around like um, video games, music, television, entertainment, all that like nerdy stuff, pop culture, blah blah blah. So it's gonna be a given. You know what I'm saying? I guess. 
<laughs> All right. So our uh, topic for discussion today is multiple different things. We'll be talking about Magic the Gathering. Um, even though Woo! <laughs> raise the roof, raise the roof. Even though we won't be talking about the new set as much because we have yet to really delve into it. I got out a standard, and I'm mostly just playing Commander right now. EDH. Um. We're also going to be talking about like classic side scrollers, and in particular, one of my favorite from 1997, Castlevania Symphony of the Night. One of the best freaking side scrollers to date. I don't care who you are, yeah, what you like say. I like those, uh, whatever Diablo esque games. What are they? Because Path of Exile is pretty good. I just bumped the table. Um, <laughs> I'm crunching ice. It's all It up. moved my entire. Like, my. Just, are you serious? <laughs> yeah. Um,. Yeah, that's kind of like all we're really going to be talking about is like classic side-scrollers, um, games that are very nostalgic to Some us. Some MMOs, I guess. Yeah, we'll talk we'll about MMOs as well. We'll uh, take a little dip. Yeah, we'll dip our toes in the MMO world. I want to talk about toe, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you want to dip everything in. Just jump all in at once. Full dive, then. Full, Full dive. dive. All right, then. So uh, let's talk about magic first. Let's get into magic. Let's talk about magic. Scott, what... On Earth, have you done? In Magic? Yeah, because here we were. You know, I was like, I don't want to do Standard anymore. I'm out of Standard. It's just freaking ridiculous. And I got you into Commander. We were really into Commander. You're doing Commander. You spent hundreds, almost a thousand dollars. No, I was only about 400 bucks. Well, still. Four hundred fifty bucks. Oh, okay. I thought you spent more than that. No. But you spent hundreds of dollars building a commander deck. It was super amazing. And then you're like, eh, forget about it. Forget about it. What the hell, dude? I don't know. I like this new set in standard, or what I've seen of it. I'm in the process of building my own standard deck. And I don't know. I just, something about commander. I don't. I think part of it is the rulings that. The place we play Commander that uses, I don't like their rules. I mean, we have the option to play at other places. Well, yeah, that's where everybody goes, though. I mean, I mean, we could, Commander is supposed to be one of those formats. I don't, I didn't like the rulings either, mostly because it was too much of rules. Period. It pre- no, it pretty Commander's, much. Commander is supposed to be more of like a but they like, casual game set anyway. I mean, I just. I guess. I mean, I understand why they do rules, but the yeah. rules that they have were like messed yeah. up. Yeah, they were very. Some of them made sense. Like I like the savior rule. That was cool. Yeah. Uh, well, they turned it into something that was very. I don't know. They pit you against each other, really badly. And in reality, commander is supposed to be just a very casual. Yeah. And whoever wins is whoever wins. It doesn't matter. That I'm not a big fan of my commander deck. Yeah. I mean, you're running Eldrazi. I yeah, mean, it's, it's the biggest dick you could be. Yeah, it's super busted. That and super friends. You are never satisfied. Nope. Nope. Period. So it drives me. I don't. I'm never satisfied. Literally, there's can always be something more. <laughs> I don't get it. Like you had a freaking white angel deck, black and white angel deck, freaking busted. Yeah, sure. It wasn't angels. Sure. It was more. It had yes, angels it in was. it, but it wasn't angels. Oh, I would say it's angels. It was life gains. What it was. Every time that you beat me, it was with an angel. Was with my one 
or, or uh, two, maybe three resplendent angels. That was it. Yeah, exactly. So that angel, those were the only angels oh, in that deck. And guess what? The only angels in that deck. It worked. It was an angel deck. If you beat, oh, you'd like you'd like my standard deck that I'm building now. Then oh, I know. I've heard all about it. You showed me everything. Not everything. Oh, okay. Some of it's still coming. You're keeping some of it secret. Well, some of it's. Uh, I don't have any. <laughs> it's in order right now. Oh, okay. I'm uh I'm really considering going back to standard. Merfolks are busted. Everybody is just pressuring me into doing it. And you it. build a Merfolk deck and uh, it's busted. Now. I've, I've had a Merfolk deck for a while now, like a blue green Merfolk, and it's, it's busted. Right now, it's already freaking busted. Like before the new no, set came out, it was busted? stupid. No, this new set yeah this destroys new, all. This new set rule is stupid. <laughs> Simic is stupid. I think it's one of the Simic, Simic, something like that. It's yeah. stupid. No one likes Orzhov, which is what I like. Yeah. Fucking Ragdos is retarded. <laughs> it's like, it's all, everything in this new set is just dumb. It's not yeah. as dumb as it was back like 30 years ago. Or well, it's, it was. it's still pretty stupid. Like, it's pretty dumb. It's pretty stupid. Um, it ain't Black Lotus dumb, but it's no, dumb. Yeah. Well, there's one card I got the other day. Um, what was it? Each creature that has a one-one counter on it gets another one-one counter and oh, then double dude. that. Like it's ridiculous. Dude. Why? And think about that. Like I'm running Merfolk, so everything has plus one counters on them. Anyways, my Merfolk deck. So then automatically I'm gonna put another one on all of them and then double whatever they have. I've got that one. It's like it's like Divine Visitation card. Yeah. So like my whole deck's about making tokens like Afterlife tokens. Yeah. And they all come out instead of a one one Spirit token, they all come in as a four four White Angel token. So stupid. <laughs> so stupid. It's gonna be crazy. That with uh, uh, his <laughs> history of Benalia. <laughs> Instead of making a two-two night, make yeah. a four-four angel and just forget the last part of it yeah, because it real. doesn't matter. <laughs> I got a feeling that Boros Angels is still going to be a thing. Like it's going to be huge. Well, see, I'm still. not running Boros. I know, but I'm just saying, like in oh, general. Oh hell yeah, it's going to be a fucking like thing. Boros Angels. Aurelia is stupid. Yeah, um, there's going to be a lot. Seraph of the Scale is like what they're they're answered really. Like yeah. you can tap one white and make your have vigilance, and you can tap a black and give her death touch. That, that's one the, one thing that I've noticed. Like every set that comes out, there's always a color that it revolves around. And last release towards the end, everybody's like Boros Angels, Boros Angels. Red, oh, this would be great. Red white. I about guarantee red green. Yeah, that is dumb. Green is. The reason I ran mono green at the time is because it was so, I don't know, it was different. I enjoyed green more than any other color. I don't know why. Um, it's ridiculous. Red green is the green, and yeah. it is just insanely stupid. And I don't know. I'm just seeing a lot of cool stuff with green more and more with sets as they come out, as time goes on. And I feel as if green's getting more of what it needs to compete. Because before, you could still compete with it, of course. Oh, just play red. But just, just play Gruul. Just yeah. Build just, a red-green deck, and no, 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 no. you'll be one of my god tier. One of my favorite ideas is just get your green, get you a Galta, get whatever, throw a Blanchwood armor on it, throw uh, Black Blade Reforged, anything that gives it plus one, plus one for a land. Get it stupid big. Like, get it up in its 20s, right? No one's going to swing at you because you've got a freaking twenty twenty out on the field unless they can kill it with Death Touch or murder it or something. Sure, whatever. Rascal's condemned. But 
Also, you're running red. You can just one red mana thud. Sacrifice the creature, and then whatever like the creature's um, power was, you deal that damage to target. Just <laughs> beef up Gossa, thud. Sacrifice it, 20 damage directly to you. You're done. That's it. Done, son. Uh, Stupid. And you had a freaking... There is some... It's like Hydroid Crisis or something. Dude, it's a freaking... All right, I gotta read what this thing does. It is, it is insane. It Right now, it's what I'm, It's what won the last open. Like the open? Really? Yeah. All right, Scott's got his phone out. He's gonna be looking at this card. Um, But yeah, I, I want to know. I, I'm really interested because there's a lot of these sets that have been coming out and people start revolving around <coughs> certain colors. Like, they, they really revolve around, like, either red, it's white, It's a or... green-blue card. Oh, is it green-blue? <coughs> yeah. Go ahead But and it's called it a Hydroid Crassus. It's a creature jellyfish hydra beast, and it's whenever you cast this spell, you gain X life, draw X, half X cards, round down each time. Flying and trample. Hydroid Crassus enters the battlefield with X, 1-1 one, one counters on it. It is insane. That's ridiculous. This card is stupid. What colors is it? Uh, green, blue. Are you kidding me? Simic, I think, is what the stat or what it is. I mean, it's I'm running. For, I'm running. This green card blue. is a thirty dollar card. It I, is that good. I'm <clears> running <throat> green, blue. I mean, that'd be worth getting. Thirty, thirty nine, and the full is thirty seven fifty. That's crazy. That's way too much. Oh, dude, this deck. It's worth. It's it, what though. won the open. I'm pretty. Yeah, I'm pretty really? sure it was. That and that new Planeswalker is ridiculous. I made a good choice building the Merfolk deck that I made. Because it is stupid broken. The new set's really going to sell I don't know off. what that Planeswalker is, but that Planeswalker... You can get a moderately play one for 25 bucks. <clears throat> what uh, Planeswalker is it? Did you notice? No, I can't remember what it is. But it is... It's ridiculous, too. Like, it is probably the best Planeswalker that I've ever seen. Yeah. It's a green... I think it's a green-blue Planeswalker. Might have to check it out. It's blue. I know blue is one of the colors. Because I'm really wanting to get back into standard, but I don't know, man... I, I don't like running Planeswalkers and Standards just because I feel like most of the time you get it out and it's gone within like two turns anyway. Yeah, they're gonna you're, you're going to get that taken care of quick, period, in Standard. Oh, yeah, but, especially if they're running Vraska's Contempt. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know. Things are just getting too fast. Things are like, if by turn four you don't have an answer, you're done, period. Like, yeah, but I feel like that's how they wanted Standard in the first place. Like, I don't feel like Standard was supposed to take a long time. No, where's the... Pl- like, I... My problem with it is, is where's the playability? You know, there is a playability shit. By turn on with my deck, I'm building. I should almost beat you by turn six. See, but that's or not beat you. That's like I don't know. That's a problem to me because here's people spending hundreds of dollars on competitive standard decks. Oh, my deck's only gonna cost seventy, I think. And that's only because I had to get Lyra. Well, mine only cost, <clears throat> mine only cost seventy, but now that the new sets come out, just to top it off and make it mwah, muy bien. Actually, I only had. Alright, uh, ten cards from the new set. And I've only much, added ten cards. From and the new how set. much money did you spend on those ten cards? Uh, great day. Twenty-seven bucks, maybe. So about a hundred dollars on the deck complete after it's finished. Which I had a lot of stuff though. Right. So like, <clears throat> you see what I'm saying? Like anywhere from seventy to upwards a couple hundred dollars. After I get mine completely finished after the new sets, like right now it's about seventy-seven dollars complete. 
Oh yeah, well this new the set. New set it'll go. I, yeah, like I'll spend a few Especially dollars if you here try and there. To get four hydroid crises. Oh yeah, and I gotta get Hinterland Harbor. Like, come on, that crap's expensive. Oh well, five, four I traded for some godless shrines, but I got the old school godless shrines that yeah. are like worth ten bucks a piece. <clears throat> yeah. Well, you see what I'm saying? Like, by the time my deck's complete, after I get the cards that I need from this new set, it's gonna be about 140, 150 bucks. Granted, it is super fast. It's going to win the game by turn five or six if it's done correctly. Yeah, if mine plays right, it'll it'll curse on people. But that's that's the problem, though. I like being able to go back and forth. I like being able to go back to you, go back to me, have answers to each other. Not just See, that's the thing. play like, something, here's an answer, done. If your designed to win by turn six and my deck's designed to win by turn six, neither one is going to win by turn six because we'll have answers for everything. Maybe. <clears throat> I doubt it. Maybe. What if you're playing black? What if your answer is to just completely overturn so, like somebody, right? Like just get your board state ridiculous, pound in, right? Well, what if every creature they have, what if they're running like black green, right? Yeah. Everything has freaking death touch. What if they give everything death touch? What if they have the ability, you swing in, you're not doing anything. That's why you've got board wipes. You just board wipe. Yeah. What board wipes do you know of in standard right now? Name one. Uh, you got Settle the Wreckage. That's one. Yeah, only if they swing. Uh, Cleansing Nova. Kai's Wrath. Cleansing Nova is only for... It's M19. But what does it do? It's not... All creatures... Choose one. Destroy all creatures or destroy all enchantments. On yeah, effect. destroy all creatures. You're destroying yours as well. So they're going to be able to build up your board state. Kai's the Wrath. Same as you. What's it do? Destroys all creatures, but you gain life equal to the cre- your creatures destroyed this way. Yeah, but you're still wiping the entire board state. So by the time you build yours back up, they're doing the same thing. Not if you got an answer in your hand. But what other answer would you have? Like, I don't get it. I have uh, cards in my deck, one called Adonto Vanguard. All I got to do, I pay for life, give an indestructible board wipe. I've got a creature on the field. I can swing that turn. Doesn't count for indestructible. Board wipes destroy all creatures. That's that's it. Period. Unless it's indestructible. And Hexproof. If it says, if it says, it has to say exile to destroy an indestructible creature. Well, that doesn't make sense. So I've been I've been playing wrong the entire time now. So have I. And everybody's been telling us wrong the entire time too. I asked the other day. I said, well, "What is?" I said, "Because I was asking something." Okay, so just backstory. Me and Grady started playing Magic in June, so there's still. It was June 2018, so we still don't know some stuff. But I asked, I was talking the other day, and I said, okay, so Hexproof, a board wipe, he said, there's a, yeah, because the board wipe targets the board, it'll destroy Hexproof. Uh, And board wipes, if it's indestructible, board wipes will not destroy, it has to say exile all creatures. So like, uh, what is that card? Something Wrath, I think. I don't know, but it's exile all non-legendary Per, or creatures or something like that. Yeah. Uh, it has to say exile for it to destroy an indestructible creature. Well, that changes the game. <laughs> yeah. like That's pretty neat. But I got, it's one <clears throat> called a Dante Vanguard. It's a 1-1 one, one for two, but if it attacks alone, it gains plus two, plus zero till the end of turn. That's pretty And neat. I can pay four life and make it indestructible. Yeah, that's good. Uh, that's real good. I have no idea how long we've been recording. I forgot to set the and timer. And there's another. Uh, <laughs> hold on, let me. There's another card that I run in my deck that I'm really excited for, actually, uh, just because what it says it does. When did you? When did you order it? 
Oh, I've got all these. Oh, you already have them? Oh, okay. So, like, whenever you were building your deck, what influenced you to build your deck? Oh, actually, one of our mutual friends was a... The whole driving force behind it? Yeah, he was like, uh... Um... He was looking online, and he knew I liked playing white-black, which is Orzone. Yeah. And he just looked online, and I found it was this one guy that plays an arena, and yeah. he had built this deck, and I made a variation of it. But this one, it's called Tith Taker, and it's during your turn. Spells your opponent's cast cost one more to cast, and abilities your opponent activate cost one more to activate unless they're mana abilities. That's pretty good. So, like, uh, like say good. you're playing green or whatever. Yeah. Like, your uh, Land of War Elves, would, that would work because it's a mana ability. Right. But, like, if it's if you're playing, uh, it was like tap this and this to tap one of my creatures or whatever. Yeah. It would be tap more. this and then tap two. Yeah. It's a two drop, two one. It's got That's afterlife one. So, if it dies, I get a one one creature. That's pretty good. That is good. But if I have Divine Visitation, I'll feel like I get a 4-4 four, four creature if it dies. That's so stupid. I can't. It's insane. Uh, let's move on to talking about classic games, side-scrollers in particular, because there's one in I general. know absolutely nothing about side-scrollers, so I'm just going to let Grady go. <laughs> well, you can have a little back and forth with me about some things. You played Mario before. That's a side-scroller. Yeah, I don't like Mario. Well, oh, God, What's I'm going to get shot. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? You don't like Mario? I just think the concept of Mario, like old school Mario, was just kind of dumb. Like, really. I mean, you just run through and you land on stuff. Like, I don't... To at, kill it. Like, at the time? You I mean, yeah. That. But Pong, at the time, was really good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean... Like, yeah. Hell, I still play Pong now. But, but if you think about it, it revolutionized how games are today. Without Mario, games wouldn't be what they are today. Without Pong, games wouldn't be what they are today. Yeah, that's true. Like, you... I don't know, like... I just can't get over that. I never knew that you didn't like Mario. No, like, I literally think it's like the most. Now, I like like Mario 64, and I like uh, like the Mario Odyssey, and I like... Uh, so three-dimensional Marios. I just don't like side-scrollers, man. Like, it's my, I just literally do not like side-scrollers. Really? I just think they're boring. What do you have? Like, Except for that, that Dead Cells looks really interesting. But is that the only thing you have against them, is they look boring? I mean, I've tried playing them, and yeah. I just... I can't... It's not my cup of tea. Like some mm. people can't do turn-based battle systems. I love turn-based. You like turn-based battle systems. Yeah. If it's done right, it's really good. I just <clears throat> Yeah. I just don't side scrollers to me are just I mean I don't know, like, it's not fun to me. Yeah. Now, what could be like really exciting for somebody? Like just because I don't like it doesn't mean it's not fun. I just it's not my thing. I feel like side scrollers have this very big flaw. They can't they can have this very big flaw. The only reason that I think Mario, Castlevania, Symphony of the Night, um, games like that actually went somewhere, actually gained a gravitational force, is because the character itself, it wasn't just run to the end of the level, jump on crap to kill it, hit this block, you know, get this power up, get points, and then you win the level. It wasn't that. They actually gave the character meaning. This is Mario. This is his purpose. You are going to save the princess that's been, you know, kidnapped by Bowser. You have a purpose. The character then becomes more than just a couple of pixels running across the screen doing random crap to get points and then you beat the level. Yay. You see what I'm saying? But 
Well, I mean, any game. You could have, like, the shittiest game on the planet and be like, this year does purpose. That doesn't mean it's going to be a good game. Yeah. Like, that's... Right, yeah, I mean, yeah. It's, you can have, like, the greatest story and the shittiest gameplay, and no one would play it. Well, that's the thing. Like, <clears throat> because at the time, it was a revolutionary concept. Video games, you know, whatever. They're amazing. But at the time, there was not a lot of that going on. They weren't giving characters stories. They weren't, well, they I weren't mean, setting stories to characters. That's because they, they back then, they no one thought that video games would be what they are now. Like, video games is America and the world. Like, that is video games. 90% of the world has played a video game. One. I think 90% is a pretty big number, but... I mean, we'll drop it to 75%. The majority of the world... I get what you're saying, yeah. Like, has played a video game. Like, it doesn't matter if it's Pong or if it's Kingdom Hearts 3 it just released. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Somebody in this world has played one. I mean, that's just... for sure. 75%. I mean, that's... That would be the lowest, 75%. But I don't know, like for the time, I don't know, Side Scroll, I still enjoy Side Scrollers. They have to really be something amazing for me to enjoy it, sure. But I was so perplexed by your cable. I thought your pop filter was the mic cable, and it was just <laughs> twisted around. Um, I don't know, they really have to be something special for me to enjoy them today. The only reason I enjoyed. I still play Symphony of the Night. I re-downloaded it. Like, I bought it and re-downloaded it after so many years just because there's something about it. Well, I mean, like... You know, like... We played, just for instance, like, a lot of people do not like turn-based battle systems. They yeah. don't. Dude, we've played how many old-school Final Fantasy games because we like them. Like, I understand, like, Final Fantasy seven, eight, nine, and ten are, like, the world's biggest... Final, like, everybody knows that those exist. Yeah. Uh, like, I understand that. But, like, I like playing, like, Final Fantasy Four. Like, I think that's really good. I've got it at the house, and yeah. I'll sit there and play it. Like, yeah. Chrono Trigger, fantastic game. I sit and play that. Yeah. It's yeah. just one of those things. If you like it, and you can find a good one, then you like it. Like right. uh, I think that's the thing, because you're talking about turn-based systems in general. Yeah. Final Fantasy is a turn-based game. That's how it originally and, started. Yeah, and that's how the majority, 15. That's how the majority has been. When turn-based first became a thing, and for the first little bit, it was new. It was charming. It was yeah. something fresh, and it was something that people enjoyed. It's kind of like side-schoolers are, for, in a sense. Yeah. I mean. Like, it's, it's something great up until a point. And then, be, and then you begin to try to add little things here and there that take away from, like, little nuances here and there to just take away from the overall. And it's no longer the same thing. It's no longer turn-based. It, it's still turn-based, yes, but it's taken away from the feeling that you had um, when you first played it. They, uh, I like, don't know, my man. first My first turn-based <clears throat> was Final Fantasy VII. My first was Final Fantasy X. When I first played Final Fantasy VII... I absolutely hated it. Hated it. A couple years went by and I was like, I want to give it another shot. Played it and absolutely fucking loved it. Now, granted, it's kind of like a Studio Ghibli film. The first time you watch it, you're like, this is freaking weird. I hate it. I'll never watch this again. (laughs) They're all weird. It doesn't matter how many times you watch it, they're still weird. And then one week later, you're like, okay, I'm probably going to watch it again because I'm curious. And you watch it and you fall in love. Period. It's still weird, don't get me wrong. Kiki's Liver Service is like one of the weirdest movies I've ever seen. They're all crazy. Castle in the Sky was very strange. (laughs) But 
Something about turn-based, whenever you first play it, especially whenever you're a younger kid and you might not understand Actually, it that well. Like, I don't know what it was. Like, turn-based for me, like, I thought every game should have been turn-based. Yeah. When I played my first one, it was Final Fantasy X, and uh, I was sitting down, it was with my dad back in, uh, it was in uh, uh, Texas, I don't remember where we lived, but he had Final Fantasy X. I want to go home. Oh, 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 oh. But, uh, I want to go home. Uh, we were sitting there, and he was playing. I was like, hey, can I play that? So, yeah, we started me a new game, and I just, I was like, I don't know, 9, 10, something like that? Yeah. Maybe 8. Well, see, that's older. I mean, I wasn't playing video games at 5 years old. That wasn't a thing when we were kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I don't know. I mean, that's older than... I mean, than, nowadays, like... Yeah, that's older than some people whenever they first get introduced to turn-based, like... Or at least whenever I was that age, like by that time I knew, like every every one of my friends at the time had already been playing turn base, like it was a big thing. Um, oddly enough, Final Fantasy Seven, I got it when I was seven, and like I'd had a PlayStation. Was it in nineteen ninety seven? No, it couldn't have been. No, um, <laughs> that'd but, been awesome. But Final Fantasy Seven did come out in nineteen ninety seven. What if you would have been seven? Right, what if you would have been seven? Got it on seven seven ninety seven. I don't even know when it released. When did it release? I think October of ninety seven. Was it October? Maybe. Let me. Look I thought it was earlier to, in the year. Let me look that up to confirm it. But oh, dude, if it was early in the year, how sick would that have been? That would have been, been crazy. Like seven seven seven. That would have been ridiculous. Like I, I would have been like, I see what you did there. Uh, Final Fantasy Seven, January thirty first, actually. So you could have somebody yeah. could have been seven. Got yeah, that yeah. game on yeah. July seventh of nineteen ninety seven. I was way off. I said October, but I yeah. thought it was beginning of the year. But um, I initial have. release date was January thirty first of nineteen ninety seven. Um, what was the American release date? I don't know. It just said oh. the initial release date. Um, because that'd have been really interesting. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, like, I feel like by that time, because I had a PlayStation 1 since I was, like, 5 or 6, um, but I was only playing games, like, because I was still very young, I was only playing games like Monsters Incorporated and Spyro, kitty games, you know what I'm saying? Hey, there's but, a lot to Spyro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Crash but, Bandicoot. And, uh, Even though I don't really like walking, that game we walk, I remember I was out with my mom in town, it was when we first moved um, to Greenville, like, we, we had just moved here, um... And we were out paying bills or doing something, and I seen this game store, and I'm like, Mom, we have to go. Please take me. Please take me. She would never take me. And finally, after a month, I guess she was just tired of hearing it, and she took me in there and bought me something just to get me to shut up. But the game that I seen, it was $70 at the time because it, it, it was still, like, in the packaging and everything. It was 70 bucks. It was freshly wrapped, Final Fantasy Seven, three-disc set, super awesome. And I was like, I gotta have it. Because I got a PlayStation 1, I have to play it. Love it. She got it for me. Went home, put it in. Beginning was awesome. Looked awesome. Then I played like the first, like literally jumped off the train, got into a battle with the two soldiers at the beginning. Quit playing. Hated it. Just absolutely hated it. I was like, well, this is stupid. Two years later, picked it back up because I was interested. I have it. I might as well give it another shot. I didn't stop playing. I kept playing. There's been and games that I've done that. Like, I've started and I was like, even if like the combat was good, I'd be like, I don't think I like this. Yeah. And then maybe a year later or something, I'll go back and I'm like, holy shit, why did I not play this in the first place? Yeah, yeah. Like, I've done that before. There's also That's been, how it was for me in Spyro. Actually. There's also been cases of me playing a game whenever I was younger and not understanding how to do it. 
and just giving up on it. Oh, and, yeah. I'll, and then I'll go back whenever I'm older, and I'm like, uh, how did I not understand how to play this when I was younger? Which there's a lot of games like that I can't believe I beat at the age that I beat. So, yeah. Like Kingdom Hearts 1, like it was it was really strange just because uh, I was really young. Uh, like I think I looked it up and we were seven when that game came out. I think so, yeah. Uh, well, hold on. Because we were both born in 94, right? Yeah, I'll just... Yeah, so 94, 95, 96, 97, 8, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, I don't know. The only reason I thought it was 2002 is because I vaguely remember seeing that white screen and it said Riot's own Tarzan 2002. <clears throat> huh. Anyway. Um, but you see, like, at the time, like, kids that age, that's what that game was made for was kids our age. Yeah, but it's, like, insanely hard. Like, I went back now well, and I like, what the fuck? But it's a Japanese game. How did I in, win? In Japan, it's a different fucking level to them. Like, that right there, you're playing that when you're four years old. Like, Kingdom Hearts 1. If you didn't beat it first run, you can't even die on a boss. Yeah, like, in Japan, when you're four years old, they hand you Kingdom Hearts 1 and say, you beat this now! Like, yeah, you can't even die. If you die, you, you get beat and get put back in school. <laughs> Jesus, dude. <laughs> but like that's what I'm saying like Amer- like America hasn't always been well actually it has since like Square Enix stuff was releasing Final Fantasies in America and it's really weird how they did it too because like I think that's what really set the bar for Japanese games distributing in America oh it was Square Enix Square Enix is literally the reason we have JRPGs in America now yeah well yeah I should I should reiterate JRPGs because Mario was Mario is Japanese it's a JRPG, technically. But, but um, it was, I wouldn't classify it as far as like a, what started really throwing J, like Japanese games our way. Like, yeah. I understand we had like Legend of Zelda. Well, Nintendo we themselves had, were the one that started throwing Japanese yeah, games our way. I feel like was, Square Enix is the reason, like, everybody's just like, you know what? America likes it. Let's go. Like, yeah, yeah. Well,. <clears throat> Nintendo themselves were the ones that was just like, we're going to try it. We'll, we'll dip our toes in the water and start distributing in America. People ate it up, absolutely loved it, and they're like, all right, we're going to keep doing it. And then Square Enix came along, and they and were then like, that's well, when everybody's like, yes! And then that's when you see the tidal wave coming. <laughs> yeah, and then like Konami came along and things yeah. like that. But... What I think the difference is is because like we're Final- probably completely off. Like it's probably like Konami was the very first one. It's just some game we didn't know. And- uh, <laughs> I'm pretty confident what I'm saying. Unless we're wrong, then <laughs> <laughs> I'm still confident about it. I might be wrong, get, but get I'm gonna anyway. Um, but what I, what I think the point I was trying to get at is Final Fantasies themselves were such a new concept because number one they were turn based. Turn based was like a new thing. It was so fresh. And also Japanese game developers knew what they were doing. Distributing in America, that was a given. Like that's already been happening. But the problem was like they were releasing in Japan first and then they would release in America 
months later, months years later. Months, even years later. And by that time... I think Final Fantasy 1 was released as Final Fantasy 4 in America, so... Something like... Well, it, you know, like it was still Final Fantasy 1, but the difference was, is like, they also had different releases in Japan that never released in America... Um, Final Fantasy well, there's one of them. It's like an early one, and it's a different title now. Like yeah, it's yeah. In it's America. a completely different title. <laughs> yeah, like we got a different title from Japan. Um, Final Fantasy VI was originally supposed to be Final Fantasy VII, but they just kind of reskinned it, and they were like, well, actually, let's just wait for the next, the next gener- yeah. PlayStation 1, next generation will release it. Final Fantasy VII was the first to it's come kind of what they did with the Final Fantasy XV, in a sense. Yeah, kind of waited for PS4. Yeah, it was PS3. supposed to come out on PS3 Yeah, as versus thirteen. And then, uh, even though, have you seen that theory that everybody thinks that they're going to rebrand Versus 13 and release it? Yeah. Yeah, that, and I would buy it. I would buy it just oh, from the yeah. trailer well, I got to not? see. Why not? You know, why not go for it? Now, with Final Fantasy Seven Remake coming out, I'm kind of, I don't know. The I'm epi- excited. The episodic, I think every. The episodic crap's going to bother me, but oh, whatever. It, well, it will bother me if... Each episode is not the size of a full game. If they pack like 30 plus hours into the first episode, second episode, or however many episodes there are, I'll be cool with it. Yeah. Like, give me enough content to wait for the next one. You know what I mean? What What is it? Like, playability hours? Is that how they categorize it? Or what, what is uh, it? They do story-based. So, like, the average player going through the story. So, like, Kingdom Hearts 3 is a 40-hour game. That's... The average player, not hardcore or whatever, average going straight time. through, yeah, straight through the story, not gotcha. doing anything special, just going straight through the story. It's about forty hours. Uh, overall length, Kingdom Hearts three is estimated to take a hundred hours or more to do everything. I mean, it's estimated. I mean, there's... Okay, so I looked it up right now just because kind of, I never really knew. I figured it was hundreds of hours, but um, there is a website called Game Length. Um, cool. Can you just look up any game? Oh, yeah, yeah. I actually think I did know this existed. Uh, it gives you, like, game information, and it shows, like, the average time. What's Final Fantasy VII? Uh, I know that's what you're looking at. Minimum time, like, yeah. the minimum record is 12. Hours? Hours. Uh, well, minimum time. Maximum time. Ooh. <laughs> so, uh, get this. Average time is six, uh, 76.3. Hours? Yeah. So, so there's just there's 76.3 hours of content in that game. Yeah. Minimum time is 12 hours. Maximum is 666. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Um, is it called just Game Links? And there's a lot of people commenting. uh says, uh, just played through. Took me 48 hours without Chocobo breeding. Um, here's another comment. Uh, finished the game for the 35th time. This time mastered everything on 75 hours. Um, which a lot of that is they co- they classify that as first time playing through, so you yeah. don't know what you're doing. Yeah. <clears throat> um, somebody just commented and said with side quest and everything took 104 hours, so it's it's a massive game for sure. It's so massive. It's like uh, here you go. Uh, Kingdom Hearts One. Just we'll just use that because a lot of people know what that is. Yeah. So the minimum time that somebody's beat that game, which I'm actually really close. Uh huh. Eight hours and 38 minutes. I've beat it in nine. Yeah. Uh, average time, which would be a first player, is 35 minutes. Yeah. And then, if you're not me or every diehard Kingdom Hearts fan, the maximum time would be 65 hours. Yeah. But it's like, uh, I've spent well over 100 hours in that game. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's just, just because oh, yeah. I enjoy it. Like, 
Well, that's the thing. Like, if you beat a game for what it is, you can get it done in, like, 20 hours. Sure. Yeah. But, like, if you want to 100% complete it and play it for what it actually is. Yeah. Like, you want to do all the side quests, get all the items. That's like it's getting like, ultimate weapon is estimated to get do 65 hours to get the ultimate weapon. That's pretty much what they're saying. Yeah. I mean. And, like, if you really want to play a game for what it is, you're going to be taking longer, obviously. But with it being an RPG, number one, you're going to be spending more time doing side quests anyways because they're going to, oh, excuse me, they're going to be there. You want to do them. You want to play Which the is, game to the fullest ability. You want to get the most out of what you're paying for. It's actually kind of funny. So literally, they said that the minimum time is eight hours and thirty eight minutes. But I don't think that's po- that's not possible with the original version because you couldn't skip cutscenes. So that had to have been on an updated version of the game, possibly. Because I think there's literally like, I think there's five hours of cutscenes in that game. Unless you're that type of person that like finds a way to enter a cutscene that glitches it out and you're able to skip past it. You know what I'm saying? And like people are able to like find different doing ways it to legit enter. and I had to skip cutscenes and I beat it in nine hours. Yeah. So, so I, mean, I, I don't know, like I, unless you played it straight through like tapping and going as fast as you possibly could, all out one hundred percent, with like a bottle in front of you that you can piss in and snacks right next to you. You know, I can get eight hours, eight, eight and a half hours. I can get that. But not like, with the originals, what I'm saying. Like, oh. with the cutscenes, you literally have to sit through at least four hours. Just right there. Really? Like, I think it's, like, no joke. Like, every cutscene in the game. Like, it's all of them. Beginning one. Yeah. If you line them up, I think it's, like, almost three and a half, maybe four hours. I would have never guessed that. I figured it had been less, like, way less. Uh, we got, I mean, the average one's about five, six minutes long. And it, so... Really? Yeah. That's crazy. I can't wrap my head around that because, well, I can kind of see that, yeah. I, I mean, I would think plus like all the minutes, ones but... where you have to sit there, and if you include the ones with the text bubbles, that yeah. you have to sit there and do that too. All that in together would be about three and a half, four hours. Yeah, that's true, I guess. I can see that. Of just doing that. Yeah. So it's impossible without skipping it. Yeah. Like, there's no way. There's a game I want to talk about. And then after we talk about this game, we'll probably go ahead and wrap it up. It's going to be a shorter episode. Um, I don't think so. Really? Yeah, dude. It's 617. Oh, I'm well. pretty sure we've been talking for about an hour. <laughs> wow. Um, time flies. But there's one game in particular, and I'm really wanting to try to find it. I can't download it on PlayStation Network because they don't have it. Is it a PlayStation it. exclusive? Pretty sure. Unless, older? Unless they released it. Yeah, it's way older. Unless they released it for Xbox. Uh, um, probably not. I can actually Google it right now because guess if what? If it's a PS1 game, they did not. And I think it was PS1. I think it might have been P- PS2. Let me look real quick. But this is probably one of my favorite... Um, probably one of my favorite side-scrollers. And it wasn't just a fixed side-scroller. It was like a three-dimensional side-scroller. So you could go back and forth and like you could change direction. Huh? You're shaking the table. Oh, am I shaking the table? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Um, no, yeah, it came out... Wow. 1997 was a good fucking year. Final Fantasy VII, Castlevania Symphony of the Night, and then Tomba. Oh, man. I know what Tomba is. Yeah. Um, Tomba came out December 25th of 1997. Came out Christmas Day in 97? Yeah. I was, That was a shitty year for, <laughs> for Christmas. <laughs> oh, man. A lot of kids got Tomba. Is um, it T-O-M-B-A? Yeah. yeah. Now, I remember Tomba 2 better than I do Tomba 1. They got an 8.7 on IGN. Hell, far. It's a good game, Kingdom Hearts dude. 3 got an 8.8. Dude. It's or 8.9. A, it's a good game. Don't judge it. Yeah, both Tomba 1 and Tomba 2 came out on PS1. Um, Whoa, Tomba, PS1 Classic, PSN trailer for PS3 and PSP. So they released it on PS3 at one time. <laughs> Damn. 
Um, Which is weird. It should come out on a. Uh, <clears throat> or should have came PS4. out on PS4. Yeah. Um, Tomba 2 came out on October 28th of 1999. But yeah, they were both PlayStation exclusives, I think. They're both. Yeah, play- they yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. There was something charming about it. And plus, I was little and there was a lot of bright colors like pink and purple and blue and stuff. So it was very eye catching. <laughs> That's what that's what really did it in for you, all the pink and purple. Oh yeah, dude, all the bright colors. Hell yeah. I really don't know <laughs> what my big game that I played. Honestly, I think Final Fantasy Ten was probably my Really. As that's what really kinda that or Harry Potter and Chambered Secrets. Yeah. Because we literally beat that game in a day. Oh yeah. Because we didn't have Memory cards. I remember. I remember playing that a lot on PS One. Now my first. I had on PS Two. My first console ever. Like I didn't, never owned it. The most of the video games I played when I was little growing up was at my aunt's house because like my cousin at the time had a PS One. The whole family had a Nintendo Super Nintendo. Actually, I have the original Super Nintendo that I grew up playing from her because she gave it to me. Um, I grew up playing like Donkey Kong Country, Super Mario World. Aladdin, like all those See, classic we Super Nintendo games, stuff like that. Yeah, we weren't allowed to play video games until I was until we were. I was about six or so, mm-hmm. and then our my grandmother got us PS Two. Yeah, and she actually doesn't remember that she's the one that got this for us, <laughs> and because uh, she was like, "Who got you in the game?" And I was like, "It was you. You got us a PS Two back when we were kids." Oh my god! And got us Kingdom Hearts: Chain of Memories, or no shit, Kingdom Hearts: <laughs> Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets, <laughs> and uh, uh, got us that, and literally. That I didn't have memory cards, so me and my sister, like, we didn't know memory cards existed, so we'd just sit there and play it all. And we, dude, I swear, I played through that. I could probably still do it now. <laughs> I played through that game, I couldn't tell you how many times, and we eventually beat it. We had to do it in one day. That's crazy, yeah. Um, but after you play it like 30 times, almost yeah, beating it, and you get further every time, I mean, yeah, it's pretty much just a breeze by the end of it, <laughs> yeah. Um, but I don't know, we're not like. And then I started playing my cousin's PS1 a lot whenever I was up there staying. And I'd play, like, Die Hard, like the original Die Hard for PS1. Like, it yeah, was so crappy. It. They're um, all crappy. Yeah. Except for Golden Nine Double O Seven. And then... Um, <laughs> Castle- I think I was on PS1. And my introduction to Final Fantasy Seven and Castlevania Symphony of the Night were on my cousin's PS1 because she played it. And I started playing where she left off, and it was actually kind of fun where she left off, but then whenever I played it myself, I hated it because I had to start from the beginning. Like, oh, that's always the worst. Yeah, why can't I just Especially start from Especially, like, like I, I've played Final Fantasy X. I played through that game probably about 15, 16 times, and, yeah. like, every time I started, I'm like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, let me get to the good weapons. Come on now. Yeah, yeah, And one of my, one of my biggest things was, like, I remember starting a game on my cousin's PS1 and being, like, halfway through the game, right? The thing I hated the most was, like, I need answers. Who's these characters? What's going on? What's the objective? Like, what is my purpose? And then I would find out the purpose. Like, I would get it myself, start from the beginning, because I didn't know how to start a new save at the time. Like, because I was so young, I didn't know how to do it. And then I, whoopsie. And then I absolutely (laughs) hated it. I absolutely hated it whenever, like, I'd play it myself, because I didn't want to start from the beginning. I wanted to have all the cool, awesome stuff that my cousin had straight up. So I'd always just like get my game and give it to my cousin or a friend and be like, here, play this for a bit. And then like, they would give it back to me 
and I'd be halfway through the game with all this <laughs> awesome stuff, and I'd pick up from there. What a dig! <laughs> <I know. You're... laughs> and then I would finish it all. They're gonna listen to this and be like, "Fuck you, Grady! <laughs> I wasted time fucking doing this shit, just wanting to play, and then you fucking hey, they had fun playing. You bum, it. bum ass. Oh yeah. All well, right, well, I guess it's probably time we. We shut her down. I like how we both do. <laughs> hey, it's time. Oh, yeah. this is it's the itch is starting to <laughs> come back. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you all so much for tuning in, checking us out, listening to us. Uh, if you're on Apple Podcasts, give us five stars. Give is us four stars. Whatever stars you have. Uh, whatever stars you feel like giving us. Sorry, I was distracted. If you're on Spotify, add us to your playlist. Listen to us regularly. If you're on Anchor. Favorite us. I'm going to work at 10 tomorrow. Nice. All right. Well, thank you all so much for listening, and uh, we'll see you later. Yeah, see you guys.